Hey you guys, it's your boy Eli here, and I'm happy to announce that we will be part of Comic Palooza's podcast partnership program. And we will be there live in front of all of you guys, everyone who's be attending Comic Palooza on May 26th and 28th. We will be doing a uh, live podcast episode in front of everyone and hope to see you all there. Uh, we will be doing some cool stuff there, and I hope to see you guys there. Hopefully a meetup, who knows. Anyways, guys, hope to see you guys there. Anyways, peace. And welcome back to the episode of the Geeks and Jerry. me, your boy, Eli. Hey, it's me, Daniel. Yeah, yeah, we got Daniel back. Always good to have the boy back. And you can't get rid of me, man, no matter how hard you try. No, I can't. I, I honestly can't. I, I, I keep trying to <laughs> And you keep coming back. Like... Well, where was it going to go? Burbank? <laughs> Better than Albuquerque. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, whenever we have Daniel, we always have a fun talk about video games because he's one of our video game guys. Um, recently, was it two or three weeks ago that we had Evo Japan? Yeah, not, not too long ago. It happened recently. Yeah. And at Evo Japan, not only did they announce um, some Tekken stuff, Leroy, Asuka, um, but they also revealed, hey, we're doing another fighting EX Slayer. And if you don't know what that is, I'm going to let Daniel explain because I feel like he has more knowledge about it than I do. Okay. So I haven't played the series myself quite yet, but I did hear it was pretty good. But in a nutshell, it's from these uh, the developers. Uh, they actually made uh, the EX series for Street Fighter. You know, uh, EX 1, 2, 3. Maybe not 3, but the point is... Um, they were responsible for the EX series to help brought Street Fighter to the 3D landscape. And then, you know, years later, um, they don't, since they don't really own Street Fighter, they decided to make their own fighting game. And that was all fighting e- EX Slayer. Mm-hmm. And they're a small Japanese And that's why we're seeing some of the... Oh, yeah, like, it's a small, like, Japanese company, uh, Arika. And, uh, yeah, and some of the favorite uh, EX Slayer characters are back, too, like Skullamania. Yeah, I was going to say, if you recognize, like, a Skull, uh, like costume dude in fighting games that's that guy that that's where he's from yeah yeah and so that led me to think about stuff because wasn't that too long at before that uh we had some news about a mk12 coming out <laughs> yeah so like it was some board like i don't know investor meeting just talking about some stuff oh so we got some new stuff coming in you know new shazam movie another batman movie um I think we got Mortal Kombat 12. I don't think we were supposed to announce that, but, you know, it's there. Just to let you know. Yeah, that's funny how that was. It's like, oh, yeah, we're having the Suicide Squad. It's coming out this year. Also, MK12, and everyone's like, wait, what? When did this happen? It just... Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> just, how does that happen? How does oh. That like, I get it. I get it. They announce everything, but I'm just like, Wow. I don't know. When it comes to video games, they're they're not really as a. I mean, they can be really secretive, but they're not just a. Not, they're not always secretive. Uh, for example, Norman Reedus, he was just nonchalantly, you know, telling, "Oh yeah, like so we were doing some stuff for Death Stranding too." And then, like you hear, like from the other side of the planet, Kojima's cringe. He's like, "You weren't supposed to tell people that." Oh yeah, he did do that. I forgot about that. Oh shit. Yeah. All right. 
So yeah, so people like that are working with video games that don't really have a big knowledge of the industry, they're more likely just not to let announce stuff. Mm-hmm. And so you know, with that, and obviously Tekken Eight was announced not that long ago. Um, Street Fighter Six is coming out, and I think there's another game that I think it's coming out too. That's like really popular. Uh, or did I mention? I, I don't remember. I, I just remember. I know there was an, an uh, a lot of announcements from SNK uh, from Evil Japan as well, like uh, KOF 13 getting a re-release with uh, rollback. Let's see, another free DLC character for 15. Mm-hmm. I think we got a first look up uh, Sylvia Paula Paula there too, right? I think that's what it was, yeah. Uh, rollback with some stuff. And so that's kind of where, where the, the gist of my of, of this uh, episode is going to be about is are we in a new era of fighting games now? For some people, that's kind of a weird thing to say. Um, but you didn't, but you have to, you know, hear us out in that there was a time where fighting games were kind of like a barren wasteland. There was no fighting games coming out. Well, there were, but they weren't like, they didn't get the attention they usually get like nowadays, especially with like Street Fighter 6. Because... No, yeah, it's it's kind of funny when you think about it. It's almost like the the gaming industry itself. You know, like fighting games first started, it got really popular. People started falling into trends, and they're making their own fighting games. Some were good, some not so good. And then eventually, it just stopped. And then one specific uh, era, you know, uh, specifically the PS2, GameCube, and Xbox era, there was pretty much almost nothing. If you're looking for fighting games, the best bet was either Tekken or uh, Mortal Kombat. Even so. Street Fighter was very sparse, and most of the time it was just uh, you know, fighting game collections, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until the uh, 360 PS3 era that we got Street Fighter 4, which was like... Yeah, and that uh, re- which was pretty much uh, made it popular again, and we were entering like a golden era. Like We're starting to see uh, Street Fighter back. We saw Mortal Kombat go back to about, you know, the roots, going back to the normal 2D uh, fighter instead of a 3D open arena kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, and also... Uh, the inc- Oh, yeah, and uh, pretty much uh, the popularity of uh, online play as well. Granted, it was uh, delay-based, but, you know, it was better than nothing at the time. This was way before Rollback was uh, later created, uh, but it's one guy for Skullgirls. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing that, you know, for a lot of people who aren't that into gaming or into a different aspect of gaming kind of need to understand is that, you know, for like, this is a community centered around fighting games, you will have those uh, communities that will still, like, very much die hard. Like, you'll still have those, like, there's still third strike players, guys. That's that's weird. <laughs> and for a lot of you guys. No, yeah, like, there still are. Yeah. There's. Like, uh, I mean, it used to be big on 360 and PS3 with uh, third strike online, which I still believe is probably the best version of Street Fighter 3 we'll ever get. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, time moves on. People, you know, jumped over to PS4, Xbox One. But people sort of, uh, they just got on their PCs to out, download Fightcade and started playing uh, Third Strike with each other online. Oh, yeah. I remember when, uh, and this is not to dog on the game, because I, I, I really do love Marvel Infinite, uh, Marvel's Park on Infinite. Uh, but it's when when that game wasn't what people wanted it to be, people immediately jumped back onto Ultimate Marvel 3. It was like mm-hmm. night and day. Now, that's kind of the, the way the fighting game community is. They, they will support a dead game. Like, well, a dead game, I would say. You know, but I mean, over. I mean, the community will be small over time, but you know, there's always going to be that uh, passionate fan base. Mm-hmm. 
And so the, the reason we talk about like a new era of fighting games, because that's when like a lot more people came in. You didn't see just the old guard. You saw like a new generation of, of players. Uh, you had like a Punko and was Tokido one of them? I want to say he was. Let's see. Sorry, say that one, uh, one more time. Like, I'm talking about like because you know when when Street Fighter Four came out, it was considered the new era of fighting games because not only did we get like that, we also got a lot of cool stuff, Tekken and all that. Like you were saying earlier, but it also means that we got new a new generation of players coming in. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, like uh, same ones from before as well. Like I mean, we all knew about you know Justin Wong, Daigo. I mean, they've been playing it you know in a small niche community before the whole you know. Big burst and new uh, generation of fighting games were coming out, and all the old ones came back. People saw their, uh, their skills. I want to be just like them, and so they started, uh, you know, grinding and you know, uh, trying to you know, be the best as they can, just like them. Yeah, and like it, it it's it's funny you have we were talking about it that specific era of fighting games too. That was also the era where like a lot of stuff that would eventually be like online streaming, like YouTube and all that stuff, where we will post our combos and so. That's kind of like why that era, that specific era was like so important for a lot of like fighting game community guy, and like I guess we can call them historians, I guess. Like, probably, I guess. Yeah, right. Like, how, how would we like, label that? Yeah, it's. I, I don't know what would you label that. No, I don't. Um, but to to, to to the point is that that's when the community starts to really grow and expand. People start to realize, oh, you can do this, so you can do that. Uh, you can probably make a living, really, at the time, but now you can't. It's, it's 50 50. I mean, it's still a bit hard, but that might change soon. It might change soon. Because uh, Street Fighter 6, and ironically, it's, it's always Street Fighter that brings brings back the, the, the love of fighting games. Funny. It's funny how that works, because, like, 4 was the one that brought it back. Um, five was a. Would you consider disappointing when it came out? Uh, it just varies, but uh, we were look look back on it. Um, uh, in a way, kind of yeah, it was more heavily geared toward the more the more extreme uh, hardcore players because mm -hmm. uh, single player modes were pretty much non-existent. Uh, I think the only modes you had were like maybe. A short like five battle uh, story mode for each character, um, just training, and then uh, I think an endless mode, and that's about it. Yeah, it's. I think the Street Fighter Five era was more centered around those games that you wouldn't normally hear about, right? Because I feel like that was the yeah. that was the era that people got really into like Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, um, Killer Instinct, obviously. Like like, yeah. girls like that. That was the, that was like I think that was the era of the rise of the independent fighting games. No, oh, yeah, like um, yeah. First it started out with Skull Girls. We're starting to see it with some other series as well. Uh, I forgot what's the name of this one, but it was like an Indian game fight. It, uh, fighter it had like uh, Isaac from the Binding of Isaac, Shuffle Knight. <coughs> Why does that sound? Familiar? Excuse me. Uh. I'm gonna look at that up. I don't remember the name of that one, but you know what I'm talking about. Um, but to the point is like you know, uh, don't get me wrong. Like you still had like big name title games like uh, Street Fighter, uh, Tekken, uh, Mortal Kombat, obviously. But you also had like the 
these rise of these games because like you you never would have figured that Skullgirls, a game that is like really good, really fast paced, and like really fun, to be uh, that popular. And it, it was it was been, people have been begging that game to be on Evo for so many years. And I think it was last year that we had it. I, th- I know we had it this year, but I'm pretty sure last year was one another one too. Uh, offer for Evo, obviously. Um, but yeah. You would never don't see games like this have such a popularity. And if it wasn't, ironically, it wasn't for like the, the unpopular opinions of Street Fighter Five that would bring those in. Yeah. Did you ever find another game yet? Or no? Oh yeah, I have. Uh, it was uh, Blade Strangers. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, we had those kind of games, and now we're. we're to the point where we're getting at is that with Street Fighter 6 on the horizon, not only, for one, if you are that good and, and able to compete in Capcom Cup, their, you know, circuit, you can get, how much money was it again, Daniel? How much? Money? One million. A million. A million, they say. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and this is the biggest one, because um, I think the biggest uh, price pool we've ever seen for fighting games was maybe about 500 grand, and that's for, like, a uh, it was either Mortal Kombat or Injustice from uh, the MLG, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, that sounds about right. But like, yeah. Yeah, because most of the time you don't really see pulls that big for like fighting game tournaments in general. Yeah, like I think the one for Evo this year is going to be what 15k. I, I believe so. Let me just double check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see, um, that's that's one that you know that. But just for like one, you're getting in a million. The the popularity of it, you have like winning a million dollars for Street Fighter Six. Oh my god! And not to mention like the no, 25k. Oh, 25k. Never mind. I was lowballing that one way bad. Uh, but like the the amount of promotion Street Fighter Six is getting, and a lot of interest people I see people having about that game. Uh, the amount of insane looking stuff they're doing with Tekken Eight. Mortal Kombat's gonna be Mortal Kombat. People have been begging for a new R- NRS game. Uh, the fact that that yesterday's uh, place just um, state of play, we were all hoping to see see that, but we're not. <laughs> we didn't. It was a Final Fantasy. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was just a Final Fantasy sixteen focused one. Um, NRS fans, they're still waiting. Hope they're okay. Just be a little bit more patient. I know it's hard. Listen, we love you all. We love you, NRS fans. We love you guys. Without you guys, we wouldn't have Injustice or MK. So please be okay. Like, like, no, like I totally get it, man. Like it's tough. Uh, you want just ask some Nintendo fans. I remember like there was like the biggest drought for like Nintendo news, and I think I don't know, maybe half a year for another Nintendo Direct they have to wait for. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that time. Jesus, I felt like forever. Even the Legend of Zelda stuff that came out like a week or two, like two days ago, that was like, oh god. Oh yeah. That was that took forever. Yeah. yeah, but give it time, guys. Yeah, Tuesday the Kingdom's gonna be sick. Oh my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, it's just just wait it out. Um, I'm sure you'll love it as soon as the you know uh it comes out. You know, showing up all the stuff they have planned for it. And like that, that brings me back to um, finding X Slayer and like the stuff with KOF, because I, I I couldn't imagine like like there being another EX Slayer game or them bringing back KOF their team with rollback. Even though I still question the fact that it's on PS4 and and Switch. I mean, it, oh wait, it's not on Xbox either. No, it's just PS4 and Switch. 
wow. It's, that's weird. I, I thought that would brought it over because, you know, Microsoft's been pushing their, uh, the Xbox in Japan, but, huh. I, I don't know, man. Uh, but, you know, to, 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 to more to the point is that, so the question now is, is this going to be the next era of fighting games? Now, obviously, um, I think the, the game that kind of held it out for the most right now uh, was Guilty Gear. Uh, I know for some people that's kind of like, eh, but it's doing a lot of stuff. I feel that um, is very welcoming to new fans and like sort of setting the bar that I think we'll eventually see other games try to top, especially with the online play, even though currently right now the online play for Guilty Gear is a little, it uh, ain't good, it ain't good. I mean, they're working on it. They came out, they said they might have found the problem and just to give them a little bit more time to fix it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like, not good right now, but hopefully they can get it done soon. But when it, but when it, but when it first came out, I, I was shocked by the online, uh, how good that was. Uh, lobbies are still kind of questionable, yes, but, like, the, 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 the rollback on that game was just so good. So good. Like, it's so buttery smooth. It is. It's like... I think it's like a couple frames delay, like but like you know when the that first beta, the second beta that came out, uh, I tried it out and I played it. I, I told this story many times. I played it against a Japanese uh, server. I've met a, you know some Japanese players, played it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is like so good. I'm over here living in Texas, all the way like across, like on the other side of the pond, you find like <laughs> Japan, and I'm playing a dude. Get Soul versus Ramathal, and I got my ass kicked, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" But that felt so good. That was so crisp, <laughs> so crisp. But yeah, no, I, no it, yeah, man, like, it's, go for it. No, like it's crazy how far we've gone. I mean, like, uh, I mean, especially like even before 360, I think the, the original Xbox had some uh, fighting games that you could play online, and mm-hmm. you could tell it was very rough, but it was the best you could do at the time. So it's a we came a long way. Yeah, we came a long way. So that's why I think, like, if we're talking about like what specifically these different eras of like fighting games um, have done uh, for the community, because uh, you know, it's I think it's you know, Street Fighter Two started the whole thing. Not to say there wasn't other fighting games, but like that 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 set the standard. <laughs> um, and then you know, Street Fighter Four was like the rejuvenation because like around between two and uh, four. Was kind of the rise of the 3D fighting games, so Tekken, um, Virtual Fighter, Soul Calibur. Those were the rise of those kind of games. Uh, yeah. Which hopefully, by the way, I hope we see more Soul Calibur. I love Soul Calibur. I'm not good at it, but I like it. I, mean, I hope we get to see some more because I know like uh, it didn't do as well as Namco. I hoped it would, mm-hmm. but hopefully we'll still see more of uh, Soul Calibur stuff. It did better than Five, as I recall. Yeah. And uh, oh, I do hope uh, Virtual Fighter will make an, uh, a return. Like I'm glad it brought back five again. And, it, and uh, it did well. What? I think it did well, but it, it's, it's no, it's, yeah, it's, like a, go ahead. Like it, it did, it did well, but like uh, Sega was like, yeah, so Virtual Fighter Five re-release is doing great. We have a lot of people playing, and um, that's it. It's like, so you're not making a Virtual Fighter Six or something? We there's nothing to say at this time. Nothing to say at this time, and especially after like I think, virtual was Virtual Fighter Five on at Evil Japan one of the higher uh, entries. Like there were a lot more number of entries in there. I, I just imagine probably. I know. Let me see. Uh, 
Let me take a look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Evil Japan. Because that's, that, that's a good way to know, because, like, you got to remember, Virtual Fighter was the one before Tekken. They, they set the standard. And then Tekken came in and just, like, hey, this is how it is now. And so it's always been a back and forth. Any news? The tea. Wait, sorry, I was, was busy looking, trying to find out, like, how many people entered. Uh, what did you say? No, no, I'm just talking about uh, the, 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 the similarities of te Virtual Fighter and Tekken, how they kind of always balance back and forth. I think I've always played more oh, yeah. than Tekken, to be honest. No, yeah, because uh, Virtual Fighter was the, was the reason why we have Tekken to this day. Um, even Harada himself said, uh, you know, Tekken heavily is influenced and borrows a lot from Virtual Fighter, and so... Now that, you know, Virtual Fighter has been dormant for a while, like, he and his team were like, what do we look for for inspiration now? I mean, they haven't made another game in a while. No, yeah. And, like, it, if you play Virtual Fighter, it's 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 very different than uh, Tekken. It's, oh, my God. I was playing Virtual Fighter 5 the other day, and I was like, yeah, this is different. This is different. I'm playing Blaze, And uh, what's his name? The dude with the red, red hood? Blonde dude? Is it Johnny? Uh, oh, you mean Jackie? Jackie, yeah, there we go. I know it started with a J. Oh. I was like, yo, these these guys I like. I like El Blaze. I like Jackie. Yeah. They're so good. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, obviously, you know, we're getting a lot of games that are that have been dormant for a long time coming back. And the rise of what essentially is rollback. So, obviously, the, we're, it feels like we're getting into that new era because Street Fighter Six is like, yeah, we're doing rollback. Also, we're doing crossplay. And that's something that yeah. like is very needed for a fighting game nowadays because uh, as much as we talk about like the new era and the new generation coming, yeah, we're still we're still a niche uh, genre, guys. No, yeah. So crossplay is a very big deal because you gotta understand what most of the time one console base player base will be bigger than the other, and that can be a real issue when it, especially when it comes to fighting games, especially since you know they're niche. Mm -hmm. So for example, uh, Persona Four Arena. Uh, when it first came out on PS3 and 360, obviously there was going to be a bigger player base on a PlayStation side because uh, it was mostly a PlayStation series at the time. And so, like, the player base for Xbox was incredibly small. And so, uh, if, it, if it had Crossplay, it'd be great because then both consoles would be sharing the same ecosystem and then you'll have, like, a, a large amount of players to play with. But yeah, at the time, uh, you, you, you have to be, like, where you, where you want to play your games at because depending on the player base, it might be good or not or yeah. not good. I mean, look at, we're, we're using Street Fighter Five again as an example. That was mostly PlayStation in years, and then it went to Steam. No, no, like, it came out on Steam at the same time, I believe. Uh, but, but yeah, like, uh, yeah. I could have sworn, because uh, I know PlayStation, they made it exclusive to their consoles, mm -hmm. but they were allowed to do it on PC. But, uh, but yeah, like, uh, um, Street Fighter Five was the first cross-play game allowing you to play, you know, people on PlayStation or on PC. Mm -hmm. And then later on, we started, uh, thanks to Fortnite, uh, yeah, that, out of all the games that would have helped, you know, bring crossplay into uh, the normalcy of gaming t uh, today mm -hmm. is Fortnite. So thanks to them, uh, we're starting to see a lot more fighting games to do all the crossplay too, like yeah. Mortal Kombat 11, yeah. uh, uh, King of Fighters 15, they're about to do it soon, so now you can play with, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, uh, PC. And thank God for that, because, like, I, I like KOF 15, I can't find anyone to play with online. 
it's not you. It's just a, the, I don't know. The online's kind of weird, and people's been vocal about it. So we don't know when SNK is going to address it, but all we know is that they're kind of aware of it and are looking into it. And just let you guys know, I have it both. I it on two consoles. I still can't find shit. Great. Yeah, so hopefully, S SNK fixes that soon. But yeah, it's okay, please. Yeah, so... But yeah, it's okay, please. No, yeah, so, you know, again, like, I, I don't want to say, you know, like, they're learning consuming dead years to learn how to make a good file online, you know, for uh, for fighting games, but you got to keep in mind, like, uh, we're just getting rollback uh, get netcode into games now thanks to, uh, well, I don't want to say thanks to, because it was a bad time, but because of COVID, yeah. basically. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just, it was the... Yeah, because of yeah, COVID, it real life... It was the moment that. Go ahead. Alone, Sorry. Uh, the moment that Go ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, basically, like COVID, they realized, you know, people, they're not going to in person fraternities anymore. And they realized, you know, because of how big different places are. Again, like the United States, uh, it's a one big country, 50 different states. And especially some of the states are so large. I mean, take Texas, for example. I mean, you can fit, like, I don't know how many uh, European countries in it. That's how big of a space it is. Yeah. And then again with Europe, it's yeah. one big giant continent, and so yeah, like different friends from different countries. It's gonna be like a big, uh, a noticeable. Uh, you're gonna, you're pretty much gonna notice like the lag because of how far your friends are. He's not wrong, guys. Uh, I mean, Texas is a big place, and half the time we're not able to like communicate with each other. Like, Daniel, did you know that uh, multi blood and, and all those kind of anime games have been very popular in Texas? I didn't know this at all. I mean, I'm aware they have like a a dedicated base, but yeah. <laughs> I was talking about this with some guys at a local. We're like, yeah. So apparently, uh, Texas is a big uh, anime fighting game scene. And I'm like, when did this happen? Yeah, it's it's weird about like you know learning about some stuff. Like I remember uh, here in Katy, uh, like there. Like there was like a small like uh, a Smash Brothers scene. I don't know what happened with them. They they just stopped you know doing it, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like there's always like some kind of scene going on in Texas. Yeah, yeah he's not wrong, guys. Um, but to the point where you were saying like it wasn't it wasn't for like that situation happening that people started to realize oh you know crossplay is a thing that we desperately lean in fighting games and. And it's not like we didn't have it. Killer Instinct was probably one of the best examples of having uh, rollback. And it was so good that a lot of people, I think the player And they had the fun for it too. Yeah, the player base jumped when when that stuff happened. Because they were realizing, oh, this thing has like really good rollback that we can all play online. Oh, yeah. And so, like, go for it. Like it was just, no, it, yeah, it was just incredible. Um, like I also was saying, like uh, I the guys at Iron Galaxy had to fight for it because they were saying, okay, so we're gonna make this funny game, and then we're gonna just put it online, and we'll call it a day. And then one of them was like, no, this is gonna be the sole fighting game that people are gonna be playing on Xbox. So we want to make sure we get this online right. Mm -hmm. And God, was it good? <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Now we have that base as for like what this new era could mean 
better online uh, ability to play with other friends to you know expand the uh, the community in a sense and I think that's where this new era is going to eventually be moving towards especially you know Tekken has also announced that they're doing crossplay they also have a you know rollback you know Mortal Kombat has rollback too it's only a matter of time when that one has like full crossplay not yet no, that's that's what they confirm as well. Because uh, Harada actually tried to talk with PlayStation to allow crossplay for Tekken Seven, but you know, at the time, no, 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 no. You know, you know, we just want to keep people on our side. Mm-hmm. And then you know, and again, thanks to Fortnite, now we're getting crossplay in Tekken Eight. Yep, thanks to Fortnite. And there's other. I, I, I just realized this is another game we forgot to mention. Project L. <laughs> That, that is a no, no. That's funny. Like, not only should we mention Project L, but also, uh, strangely enough, I know like there's kind of a big controversy because it's being pulled down and not returning till next year. Uh, multiverses. Yeah, multiverses. Like, I mean, multiverses is a really good fighting game, from my understanding. I haven't played it yet. I mean, I haven't played it the way it was meant to be played. It was supposed to be, uh specifically a 2v2 fighter, but there's a 1v1 mode that you can play. Uh, that's how I mostly played it. Uh, but yeah, like basically the point is it's supposed to be 2v2, but the reason I brought on Multiverses along with uh, Project Gal is because we're now seeing like a company trying to uh, do a free-to-play kind of model uh, right. for fighting games. Right. Uh, Project Gal, they haven't announced it. We don't even know if they're going to do a, a free-to-play model, but... Um, Oh, we, we do know they're doing a two v two file, you know, you know, fighting game similar to like a like a MC, MVC one. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's free to play and it, that that that's always been like a questionable area for some people because concerned. And I trust Project uh, the guys at Riot because they make a they make League of Legends and that's a free to play game. And if they can follow a similar model, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, because there's only one other fighting game I can think of, but I don't even know if you might remember it. It was called Tekken Revolution. I've heard of it, never played it. I played it. It's like a very streamlined, very, like a super baby level uh, Tekken game. Because the way how it works is that it plays like Tekken, but you could also level up your character, so the more money you spend, the more you could upgrade the strength and, you know, make them Stupidly powerful online. Ah, okay, it's one of those. Uh, but yeah, I think I heard that one was also like free to play. Um, but yeah, yeah like, go for it. It's such a no. Yeah, it was just a weird uh, game because like I wanted to try Tekken for the first time. I was like, okay, that was my first introduction to it. It was like, I'm pretty sure Tekken doesn't play like this. Doesn't sound like it, man. Hopefully, Tekken. Yeah. And that was my first exposure to like this weird system where like each match you play, you lose like your play tokens or energy, and then once you run them out, you gotta wait like thirty minutes to get another one. It's like, no, it's not what I want in a fighting game. I want to keep playing. No, we don't want any of that. Have we learned nothing? But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, Project Gale's coming. Uh, we don't know if they're doing free to play yet, but uh, we know like uh, they got some of the top player uh, people, you know, working on it. And they have like a very unique system uh, when it comes to online too. I mean, they're aware they, they have to use rollback, but 
they're also doing some other things that no fighting game has done before. Um, I'm not sure if you remember in one of the videos, um, the way they handled, you know, like uh, Rage Quitting, for example. So all of their games are done through like uh, at Riot Studios, so uh, you know, servers. And so because uh, all the play all the people are connected through the servers, they know who's connected and who's not. So once they detect someone, you know, disconnects in the middle of a match, they know that person Rage Quitted, and he will lose whatever points or stuff they'll be uh, using for like ranking matches or anything like that online. While the pe person that stayed connected, um, they'll just get the uh, whatever you know points or whatever for uh, staying in the game and not rage quitting. Mm -hmm. I do remember that, and that, that's really interesting. Because uh, sometimes I'm not even rage quit. Sometimes we just have bad connections. No, oh, yeah, and and keep in mind, like most of the time, it's peer to peer. There's no, there's almost never a server for fighting games. Mm -hmm. Until now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, um, there's a lot of potential of stuff to come out for now when it comes to fighting games. It's the reason why I decided to make this episode is because um, the community itself is a very interesting uh, thing to see. There's a lot of support for you know games that you don't think there'd be support for. I mean, this is support for was it um, uh, Def Jam <laughs> for New York? Oh no, yeah. Def Dude, Def Jam is awesome, man. If you haven't played it yet, you I, I, probably may have to emulate it because uh, last time I checked, uh, a copy of that on GameCube was 200 bucks. Yeah, yeah, I ain't doing that shit. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it, no. But yeah, like, just... Go for it. No, yeah, like, as, as you were saying, like, you know, there's there's always a small fan base for fighting games out there. And, uh, you know, it's kind of weird. We're also entering, like, a new age of um, Marvel vs. Capcom 3 because now we're at, seeing people uh, modding the game where... Yeah, like different characters in it now. Like they added in Rashid, Venom, and Carnage. Gambit, Cyclops. Yeah, Sura from Sura's Wrath. Yeah, and what's what's really weird is like at first they were just using basically the models that was already in the game for the characters like Spider Man or mm -hmm. Ryu or Akuma, but now they finally figured out how to make like their own models and import them into the game as their own character. Yeah, so like. The that, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like the, the community is interesting in itself, and it's interesting to see how the community changes and adapts as like the the new stuff keeps happening. Like like we said, Star Street Fighter Two set this groundwork. The rise of a lot of different fighting games. A lot of people want to get into fighting games. Then we get the the rise of like 3D fighting games. Now with Street Fighter Four, it's the return of fighting games. That everyone's coming back in, and there's a new generation of people. Uh, the rise of online play. Especially uh, during that area, we got a, like a rise of independent fighting games like Skullgirls. Uh, Ki, I would say, I would kind of consider independent if, I, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, it's owned by Microsoft, but like it was made by a small studio. Um, and now with like yeah, true. now with rollback and crossplay and this sort of idea of like kind of bringing everyone together, um, that's kind of a thing that I I think it's really gonna be interesting to see where this community goes from from here on out especially with this with the you know street fire six again and second eight and all this stuff coming out uh hopefully i mean yeah praying to the fighting game gods out there uh we get the return of like a lot of classic games i know it's impossible because you know some of these companies just don't want to put you know time to see if these games will do well like that like dark stalkers um like, I, 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 listen, I'd buy it. I'd buy it. You, you at least got one person. Buying I mean, it. 
I mean, it took a while, but we finally got it thanks to the Capcom Fighting Collection. Like, we literally got all the the Darkstalker games, including the, uh, the ones that were only in Japan. We also got a uh, Cyber... Was it Cyberbots? No, was it Cyberbots? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Cyberbots. Yeah. That was in it. Uh, and weirdly enough, it was a Puzzle Fighter and... Uh, I forget what was the actual name, but I know it was Gem Fighter in Japan, I think. Yeah. Was it, um... No, I think that was Pocket Fighter. Or am I thinking... No, yeah, it was called Pocket Fighter. Well, was it Pocket Fighter in English? About... I think it was Super Gem Fighter in Japan. We'll check it out later. Yeah, but the point is, you know, like, uh, the Street Fighter, we got all, almost all of the Capcom games. Literally, the only thing missing was uh, just JoJo, and unfortunately, uh, you don't have the rights for that. You want a JoJo game, you gotta go to Namco now. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Go be some Google guys. But yeah, no, I, I think we're um, in that era of new uh, of, of new fighting games. Uh, well, it's now it's a wait and see how it turns out. But it, for the most part, I have I'm hopeful. Every everything came out pretty well, and it naturally transitions to the next thing. Yeah. Oh, dude. You know, we were talking about like how uh, things are evolving. We never talked about uh, one of the biggest factors in uh, fighting games: the controller. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, all the different controller types out there. Woo. Yeah, I mean, we know your basic stuff like this one right here. Um, man's pulling out a Quamba. This is your average fight stick. This is pretty much like the one people would would get most of the time. But now, uh, people, it's. They're looking at different options. So instead of a fight stick or uh, or using a gamepad controller, you got different stuff now, like a hitbox, which is literally like a fight stick, but it's only buttons. And then you got the what's the one that has the the WSD uh, buttons in there? I think that one's called a mix box. Yeah, a mix yeah. box. Yeah. You still have the, like the six button layer. Like that, if you. Like a yeah, so if you want like a a hitbox style controller for something for uh, like a three D fighter like Tekken, mm -hmm. I would recommend getting the mix box. And that caused a whole and that caused a whole new debate about you know whether these controllers give them the advantage or not. But that's a whole different conversation for another day. But, but, but basically, the point is that you know we're uh, also evolving outside of the game with controllers as well. So people will use their keyboards in a specific way, go for hitboxes, mix boxes, or hurt boxes if you're insane enough. Yeah, and if uh, you're clever and imagined enough, uh, steering wheel. Oh, that's right. A guy won a, an XR Rev 2 tournament with a steering wheel. Or a guitar here, a guitar. And if you're wondering if he actually uh, had to turn the wheel, no, he did not. He used a control pad on the wheel. He did. That That's just so funny. Um, but yeah, no, we, we are in the precipice of a new era in finding games. It's And for you guys, it's like wondering how we were able to talk about this much because like, it's happened before and it's like, you know, it's the, the community itself has always been a very interesting community, and that's kind of like where uh, most of it, kind of where we come from, from come from with that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really good place to end the episode on. Um, if you guys enjoy what you heard, be sure to follow us on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Geek Historians, and be sure to follow us on Instagram, where we're most active on. You'll find a link to the podcast insights we're we're part of, like. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, all that. Like, we have a link to the YouTube for all you audio listeners out there who want to put a face to the voice. That's what we'll be. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we also have a Patreon. It's just really there's just there to, if anyone wants to support us in any form of way. Uh, but yeah. Also, happy to announce that we are partnered with Comic Palooza this year. Comic Palooza 2023 for their podcast partnership program. 
We'll be there live. So wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Did I hear that right? Yeah, you heard that right. <laughs> We're going to have a live session <laughs> at Tomapalooza. Uh, I've, we, by this point, I've already made like a pre-recorded thing, but I, I'm, I'm always going to be throwing it out there until the day we are there. But we will be having a live episode in front of everyone. Hopefully, we'll see you guys there. Hopefully, you guys will be joining us there. Because uh, ideally, we want to do it like an interactive thing. It's like you guys can say stuff. We will say, you know, we'll respond back. Uh, you guys can be part of the conversation because that's what we always like to have. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for checking for checking us out. Hopefully, we we'll see you at Compalooza this year, uh, May 26th to 28th. And yeah, keep playing them fighting games. It's going to be your boy, Eli. Yeah, it's, it's your boy, Daniel. And we have, you guys have a good one. Peace.